Hi, this is Shannon. This is the podcast version of a YouTube video called Mega Feelings Flight 101. It is a long, ridiculous, drawn-out metaphor that um, sets an awesome direction, what the Buddhists call right direction, for a way, a skill set, a strategy for feeling our amazing and intense feelings in such a way that creates the external world that we love and um, accepts every single part of us and um, allows us to be really, really deft in the way we maneuver through the world. And it's incredibly creative too. Um, it's a real uh, strategy for coming up with a completely unique way to exist in this world and live this life and actually create a world around you that fits you perfectly. So I hope you enjoy it. It starts at quite a clip. There's not a lot of instruction in this, but the nitty gritty how-tos will come in the following Mega Feelings podcast. So hang in for those. They will be out um, very soon. Mega Flight 101. All right, I want you to imagine a plane. I want you to imagine that the plane is steered by every single feeling that you're having inside of your body. So if you imagine a plane and you imagine that there are two joysticks in the front of the plane, um, and like, a, like a pilot and a co-pilot, and I want you to imagine that fear is on one of those joysticks, right? And then I want you to imagine that on the next joystick over there is uh, anger. Great. And then um, the, the person who's pushing whether you accelerate or decelerate is um, shame. Shame is down there deciding what you sprint at and what you sort of wane away from. And then the person who's on the brakes, I don't know if this is the way that planes work, but let's just pretend that there's an accelerator and a brake. The person who's on the brake, who's pumping the brake and keeping you from getting things and trying to like protect you all of the time, is, um, think of a good one, insecurity. Where do you think this plane is gonna go? Where do you think this plane is gonna get? What do we do when we're making fear-based decisions? You know, you fall in love, it's the most amazing person you've ever met, and when you're with them, you are experiencing new things, they really meet you, and you start to get worried because you feel a little bit out of control. Like this person has a little bit more influence over you than you'd like and you're afraid. You're afraid to lose it. You're afraid that they might reject you one day. You're afraid that you might get addicted to them. You're afraid that you might need them and then they might let you down. So your fears in that situation can actually make you say no to what? The greatest person you've ever met. The person who you're having the most fun with, who you're laughing, who you're having the best chemistry with. So when fear is steering the airplane, that type of uh, the choices that you're going to make in the world are going to be fear-based choices. When you're angry, you pop off, you clap back. Things come out of your mouth that you regret. That's why we have sayings like, I wish I hadn't said that, or I said some things I don't really, um, I, 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 I want to take back, right? Or let's say you hit someone. Let's say something racist comes right out of your mouth. You're angry and pop, pop, pop. 
something homophobic, the meanest thing you can think of, just pop, 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 pops right out of your mouth. So when you're in the feeling spaces of anger, when you're in the feeling spaces of fear, that steers you through the external world in a way that is non-nourishing and non-helpful for you. We don't want to kick these feelings out. Absolutely not. Well, they're steering our ship. And that's what we want to create a little bit of a break between having the feelings and letting the feelings dictate our actions. And the next group of, of, of teachings are going to teach you exactly how to do that. But I just want to paint the picture for what we're actually shooting for here. So what we're actually shooting for here is like getting fear out of the cockpit, right? Not out of the plane, just out of the cockpit. And how do we get fear out of the cockpit? We're going to throw a party for fear. We're going to create a VIP section for fear. We're going to create a VIP section for shame. We're going to, in the back of the cockpit, we're going to have, we're going to have chocolate. We're going to have candy. We're going to have beautiful beds. We're going to have the best music, amazing DJs. And we're going to be like, hey, fear, come back to the VIP section. We've got every single thing that you love and every single thing that you like. We've got this cozy blanket. We know you like Yorkie. So we've got a little Yorkie for you. We know you like um, white chocolate, so we've got white chocolate for you. Come into the back if you if, you, if, they, if they have like special drinks or whatever. You're like, we've got Negronis, we've got Eastern Standards, we've got everything for you. We've got somebody who you love, who looks just like your childhood best friend, who's going to be serving you the most delicious treats. Just come back out of that cockpit and stop steering this plane. We are going to have you sit back here in the beautiful VIP section in the back of the plane, where we're going to pamper you love you, nourish you, and give you what you need so that you stop pulling and pushing on that joystick. We're going to do the same with anger. We're going to do the same with insecurities. We're going to do the same with uh, shame. Shame, VIP treatment every single time. Whatever shame needs, shame gets. We're going to say to shame, hey, shame, you're, you're hitting that accelerator. Really kind of uh, in a really interesting way and we really appreciate that you're trying to like boom run away from things that are going to hurt you that make you feel ashamed you're just boom over here okay this thing made me feel a little nervous boom over there you're pushing and pulling our identity and ourself into these very interesting places in life um, and we understand that you're doing it to try to love love yourself but you love us us, this whole entity that we're talking about. and uh, But you know what? We've got the most amazing party happening back here. And if you just want to sleep, shame, you can sleep. There's a quiet room with a Tempur-Pedic bed and um, uh, the most amazing white noise machine. Like, whatever you need. VIP. You're our VIP. Come to the back of the plane. So you get all of those feelings that are non-nourishing feelings. Non-nourishing feelings are feelings that, well, they don't feel good. That's one hint. They don't feel good. And two, they sort of push you into making choices and push you in directions that don't nourish and then boom back to you rising up in life. So who are we going to put in the cockpit? Who are we going to put in the cockpit? You know who's in the cockpit? It's the same people who set up the party. It's wisdom. That's right. Wisdom's going to get that first pilot. He's got that joystick, that main joystick. He's going to pull up right next to him. Compassion. Compassion is going to be the co-pilot. And they're the ones that are doing most of the decision making here. Wisdom sort of charting where we want to go, understanding the external environment. And you know what compassion's doing? Compassion's dealing with all the other planes. Okay, so every time you run into another person, wisdom's like, 
ooh, that person's kind of annoying me. They're doing things so strangely. They're really shooting themselves in the foot and it drives me crazy. It's like, hey, compassion, can you actually handle this for me? And compassion's like, I got this. I got this. Compassion is great with people. Compassion is going to go in and like charm, charm everybody. Compassion is going to make friends with everybody. And compassion, every once in a while, is going to get himself into a situation or herself into a situation where she's hanging out, talking with someone, she's steering the, the plane towards a rapport with a certain person. And that person's going to be kind of mean to compassion, mean to you, to the plane, right? And that, that compassion is going to actually go, you know what, I have a lot of compassion for you, but I'm getting out of here because I also have compassion for me and you're not allowed to hurt me. So compassion is going to make some really interesting decisions, being compassionate for others, but also being compassionate for yourself. It's going to have some real deft maneuvering there. Then who do we have on the accelerator? Let's put gratitude on the accelerator. That's right. Gratitude is going to be deciding when you run towards something. Gratitude is going to be deciding when you slow down. Like, hey, maybe not. You know? And then who's on um, brakes? Who's on brakes? The, the, the feeling space and the emotion that's on the brakes is going to be the feeling space of like playfulness, perspective, humor. It's all the same person. And then I'm going to ask you, where are those feeling spaces going to steer that plane? They're going to be steering that plane towards Domopulin. They're going to be steering that plane towards Milk and Honeyland. They're going to be steering that plane towards the most beautiful dance floor, to the most beautiful people. They're going to be steering that plane towards something amazing and beautiful that you want. Because when you're wise and when you're compassionate and when you have perspective, when you're being playful and when you're grateful, you make very different choices in your external world. Okay, so now let's say something crazy happens. Anxiety, who's been at the back at the VIP party, we've been giving anxiety everything they need. Something happens and it sort of triggers anxiety and anxiety comes up to the front and is like, oh my God, you guys need to slow down. I cannot handle this. And they want to jump in there. You know, maybe like wisdom fell asleep, was taking a little nap, had some chamomile tea, sort of took a snooze and kind of sleeping and then he wakes up and all of a sudden anxiety is like right there. And anxiety is starting to steer the plane. Where? Back to where it feels safe. <laughs> Anxiety is like, you guys want to go there, I want to go here, this is where we're going to go, you can't take me away, I'm going to go here, right? And then like anxiety starts freaking out and then fear, who's anxiety's best friend, runs up to the front and is like, you know what guys, I really think you should pump on the brakes, you should pump on the brakes, you should pump on the brakes. Wisdom's sitting there like, oh, whoa, what are we going to do, right? Compassion's like, ah, man, they're losing it. I have a lot of compassion for anxiety. Maybe we should like let him hang out and let him steer. He wants to steer for a while. And it's like... Well, anxiety is taking us back to this really small version of ourselves where we're shut away from the rest of the world. And fear is just running from everything. Everything we like, fear runs from because fear is afraid we're going to lose the thing we like. Fear is so clingy. It's like as soon as you get something good, it gets it and then it freaks out. I have this, but I might lose it. Nah. So instead of ever getting anything, fear is just like, I don't want anything. Actually, I want nothing. I want nothing that I love. This is to kind of tilt the plane like really far away. So how are we going to get those feelings? to stop steering our life and to stop affecting our external world, you know what they're going to do? Wisdom, compassion, they just kind of look at each other like, we know what to do. We know who can handle this. Self-acceptance. <laughs> 
Self-acceptance, we know you've been enjoying the VIP party in the back, but could you come up to the cockpit? Because fear and anxiety have kind of like, they must have seen something that freaked them out. And now they are like hell bent on us not, you know, on, on going where they want to go. So then self-acceptance comes up and he's like hanging in the back with insecurity. They've been like having a mani-pedi together and self-acceptance been like, I love your hair. Oh, I love your hair. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, I love you. You're the best. And they've been having this whole conversation and they're like, self-acceptance is like, I got to go up to the front. Okay. So self-acceptance <laughs> moves from the front of the cockpit to the back of the cockpit a lot. Okay. No, the front of the plane to the back of the plane, the VIP nurturing section all the way up to the front, the people who are making the calls and deciding where the planes go self-acceptance comes in and is like hey anxiety i miss you we're in the back having a blast how are you feeling what's going on and anxiety is like you know we were flying and i saw this other plane on the horizon and it reminded me of my first wife and she used to just make me feel terrible about myself and then i just I really, felt, I really felt like I had to run up here and make sure that we steer away from that. And self-acceptance is like, oh man, anxiety, come here. You're so cute. You're so sweet the way you're trying to protect us. I really love you. I really love you. But, you know, maybe we can ask wisdom. Is that the same? Is that the same? Was that plane that we saw earlier? Was that your first wife who caused you all that pain? Wisdom's like, actually, you know what, that plane, you know, looks very similar to your first wife, but keep in mind that was five years ago, and your first wife would probably be a little bit older now, and so that plane's actually too young to be your first wife. And then anxiety's like, right, 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 right. And then like perspective's like, hey, and you know that plane, actually, if we look on the radar, it's not even coming near us right now. Actually, it flew away like 10 minutes ago. Anxiety's like, oh, great, okay. And then self-acceptance is like, hey, anxiety, like, we love you to death. Aren't you feeling a little tired, though? Would you like to go in the back and have a nap? Because maybe you shouldn't be, like, so focused right now on steering. Maybe you need some food. Maybe you need to chill out. And anxiety's like, yeah. Wisdom, will you just make sure that that plane doesn't come near us? And it's like, yeah, 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 we're going to take care of you. We know that freaks you out. We promise. We're going to take care of you. We're not going to let that plane come near us. Then anxiety goes to the back to relax, to have fun, brings fear with it. Self-acceptance walks them down to the party and then self-acceptance in the back, having a party with them. So this is what we want to do with our feelings. We want to create a, a real distinction between the ones that we want steering our lives and the ones that we want to accept and love.